0: This is Taylor Talk, the number one Taylor Swift podcast brought to you by TaylorTalk.org. Yay! Good morning, afternoon or evening, Swifties, and welcome to episode 182 of Taylor Talk, the Taylor Swift
1: podcast. My name is Adam. I'm Diane. And I'm Steve. How are you guys doing this week? Uh, pretty good for well, early in the morning, but it's even earlier for you guys.
2: It's yep. Very early.
1: Here we are recording at 6 a.m. I feel like an actual like
0: morning show host right now. You
2: know, they have to get up way earlier than this, so we're babies. <laughs> I know. <laughs> they have to get up at like 3 in the morning to make, you know, like a 5 a.m. recording time.
0: We are, of course, talking about the actual uh, people on FM radio who do those morning shows and things. That's what we're talking about. So we got a question on Ask FM, guys. What? Ooh, I didn't know you still checked that.
2: What's an Ask FM?
0: <laughs> we do have an Ask FM, ask.fm/slash Taylor Talk thirteen. So, uh, Zandi actually asked us. Oh well, she started it with hi, so I've never used this before. Well, that's funny because we don't check it that often. Anyway, but I happen to be looking this time. She said, um, "Her question is, if you could be a dancer, band member, or whatever on one of Taylor's tours, which dancer or band member would you want to be in what tour?" Mm. This
2: assumes that we can dance and play instruments. No, no, no! It's
0: hypothetical, of right. course. Yeah, okay. I already picked mine.
2: I would want to be Claire on the Speak Now tour.
0: Claire on Speak Now tour, yes. the dancer. Yes. Steve.
1: Mm, I'm I'm mixed, but I'm gonna go with Paul because the man is a guitar legend. Oh,
0: Paul it's funny i'm going i'm going the other way on the guitar i would say grant on speak now tour so i could wear those awesome red pants but could you fit those
1: awesome red pants adam sorry steve could you fit those awesome red pants oh gosh no grant's
0: (laughs) one of the skinniest men i've ever seen Uh, (laughs) but i could i could try the the idea is hypothetical here steve so thank you zandy for asking that question Onward with the episode! Into the news! We actually have news this week, which is great, because in between tour and and the album, we had a little bit of a lull there. Taylor wasn't really doing a whole lot. A few music videos here and there, and that was about it. And you know what? Something I forgot to say at the very, very beginning... For those expecting this to have been a tour episode, sorry.
2: It's not. Oops. (laughs) It's not.
0: Sorry. Um, Keeping it spoiler-free since 2011 here on Taylor Talk, the Taylor Swift podcast. But yet we don't want to uh, spoil the tour. Reason being is, well, actually a few reasons. One, we haven't actually seen the tour yet, so it'd be very, very hard to discuss something we've never seen. And second, at our core, deep down in our hearts, even though we do this podcast, we are taylor fans just like everybody else and we don't want to spoil it for ourselves does that make sense like why go on social media and
1: like well, look some at people that. like that but yeah i'd, I'd rather when, when i see the show for the first time and whatever the curtain is ready to open i want that to be fresh and new for me and I, i'm mm-hmm. really excited about my tour date there i got uh june 6 what about you guys
2: we have May 20th. We're
1: going
0: May 20th to the first U.S. show in Bossier City, Louisiana. So if anybody's going, let us know so we can hang out and stuff. That'll be fun. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Steve, I think we talked about this before the episode, potentially doing a tour episode without you because we don't want to wait for you.
2: Well, I, we also – I mean, that would be terrible <laughs> for you to just sit there and listen to us talk about a tour that you haven't seen.
1: Right, you know. right. And, and, you know, that, it's perfect timing because, you know, that'll be – the very first show and everything. So, hey, that's 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 going to be an epic road trip. I hope you guys have a great time. Yeah, yeah it, it should sunny. it should be a good time, but needless to say there will
0: in fact be a tour episode at some point.
2: But only after we've actually seen this show so we can talk about the show because we've seen it. We you know, we can have a much better discussion about a show we've seen. Precisely. Mm-hmm.
0: Not only that, but who knows, knowing Taylor, she may have changed something between Tokyo and US cuz she likes to do that change things up. So, onward with the news, as mentioned, the 1989 tour kicked off in Tokyo, Japan on May 5th, and that is all we are going to say about that. It happened.
2: It happened. We don't know what what happened. <laughs>
0: we're we're in tour season right now. Yeah, we have no idea what happened, so we couldn't report that to you even if we wanted to. Also, the Bad Blood music video is going to be premiering this weekend on May 17th at the Billboard Music Awards. The video stars Taylor Swift as Catastrophe and the video is directed by Joseph Kahn, who also directed Blank Space, if you'll remember, which was one of the greatest Taylor Swift music videos of all time. So, I'm really looking forward to this one.
1: To- Ta- totally makes sense why she re-collab- recollaborated with him on oh, that. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. Really and what's kind of funny
0: is if you guys missed it, Joseph Kahn was actually tweeting from his Twitter account under the codename Pancake Commercial. He said he was filming a pancake commercial. Uh, when actually he was filming the Bad Blood music video. Uh,
2: I wonder why pancake commercial. Like, did they all smash each other to smithereens or No, something? it was probably some
0: sort of inside joke of some sort. Because they probably had pancakes on set or something. I
2: don't know. Oh, awesome. I'm really completely good. making that up. I have no idea.
0: <laughs> probably because he's like, what can I think of that would sound not that exciting? Oh, pancake commercial.
2: It's really exciting depending on who you are. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Diane loves pancakes. Mm-hmm. All right, Taylor waffles. Swift is on the cover of the June 2015 edition of Elle magazine. You can check out her interview entitled No Regrets. We're going to have the – or Taylor Swift has no regrets, sorry. We're going to have that link up for you at taylortalk.org slash episode 182. the full 182. article,
2: though. The full article is only in Elle magazine. Oh. Or online illegally if you find it somewhere. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, you know, we don't do that around here.
2: We don't, we don't do that. We also.
0: look at official things. We're going to have the link to the official – preview on taylortalkorg slash episode 182 so you can check it out there's some good information there taylor gives us a little additional insight on her song clean among some other things and it's a great article so you should definitely check that out if you haven't already then finally a few days ago xfinity was announced as the lead sponsor of the 1989 world tour for the u.s shows they're going to be offering access to behind the scenes video footage from tour rehearsals as well as the chance to meet Taylor, when backstage tours, tour merchandise, concert tickets, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I want to thank JT for actually emailing in an article about that and giving us a tip on it. Um, that was the first point of contact where I heard about this announcement. So thank you for that tip.
2: I have a question. Yes. What kind of company is Xfinity? I'm glad that's you part. asked
0: because that's the next thing I was going to talk about. Ooh, okay, good. Go ahead. Go ahead and do it. Steve, if you are going to, I mean, we'll, we'll give you this one because you're the uh, token IT guy on the show.
1: <sighs> well, well Xfinity, the only reason I know this is because my internet is through Comcast and my TV and Comcast Xfinity is is part of that same company that they offer. So.
2: Okay. Yeah, Xfinity
1: is a
0: subsidiary of Comcast that provides like internet service. High speed internet service. So,
2: I wonder if maybe they're not on the West Coast because I've never heard of them, or I just am unaware.
0: Well, here we ha- we're in this little like Cox Communications bubble. Uh-huh. Oh,
1: okay, that's why.
0: Um, so that's probably why we haven't heard of Xfinity and don't have Xfinity here. But here's the real question of the day: is why Xfinity? Because on the last tour, when you had Diet Coke, it's because Taylor is a customer of Diet Coke. It's a product she enjoys and consumes herself.
2: And then speaking Now, she had CoverGirl, too. Speak Now,
0: she had CoverGirl, and she was a CoverGirl, and she wore CoverGirl makeup, and it seemed fitting. Um, so Xfinity, like, the only thing I can really think of is because they are an internet service provider, they've got the ability to do that cool behind-the-scenes video footage and things like that. But, like, the lead sponsor, I I, I don't get it
2: yeah i guess you're right i mean the lead sponsor for the prior tours were very very out there and this i don't yeah it's just, it's different but i mean i'm i'm not in charge so not
1: now no, adam personally though you're probably happier about this because you weren't a real big diet cook fan you know, there's nothing wrong with internet access. You can't really say <laughs> that that's bad for your health or anything. There no, must be it's something
2: it's, wrong with it, Steve. <laughs> it's
0: very true, Steve. I did have my personal issues with Diet Coke uh, sponsoring the last tour, and just—I mean, I won't get back into it too deep. But my issue is with them basically handing out Diet Coke for free at the concerts, being an unhealthy product, and prom- essentially promoting obesity because. And an unhealthy lifestyle for that matter because they were giving away free soda and sodas grossly unhealthy in any form diet or regular so um that that was my issue with that but i understood the the reason behind it because coca-cola is one of the biggest advertisers in the world and they've got lots of money and they paid taylor lots and lots of money to do that but mm-hmm. you know i well, get that xfinity is just a little bit more interesting to me because the real question is, because is the thing is, is, the reason someone would sponsor Taylor's tour is either because they have some affiliation with Taylor, where Taylor we knew was a big Diet Coke fan prior to, and with CoverGirl we knew she was a CoverGirl prior to. With Xfinity, there's been no prior relationship, and... The second part of that is, what are they hoping to accomplish? Because Diet Coke and CoverGirl were both hoping to tap Taylor's audience to create customers out of Taylor's audience. Xfinity, I feel, is like targeting the wrong audience right now. I mean, yeah, everybody needs internet, but I feel like you don't go to a Taylor Swift concert and be like, Xfinity's the sponsor. I'm switching my internet service provider over to Xfinity now.
1: Well, I I think it's kind of on a bigger scale because part of it is to understand how big this comcast thing is because they actually are combined with nbc so they are a very large company actually they're out of philadelphia so it's not even too far from good old why i'm missing where taylor was you know born so i don't know so it they're partnered with nbc or under the same ownership or what's the deal with that Uh, they purchased nbc universal comcast it Okay. So, I, I mean, when you're talking about immediate con- conglomerate of congomerate. sorts. Thank yeah. you. I'm struggling over those words this early in the morning. It's a big word. <laughs> <laughs> but, but when you have something of that size, uh, that's the kind of stuff that you would probably be able to utilize. I mean, I, I think there may be some future things that have will come out of this particular relationship. I mean, we saw with the cover girl, you know, they came out with specific cosmetics. Uh, Diet Coke came out with the ones that had, you know, the Taylor Swift uh, special Diet Coke edition ones and everything else like that. So there might be something in the future, something mass media related that's going to be built on this relationship. Okay, now
0: I'm. You got you, you piqued my interest here, and I'm looking at the Xfinity website, which we will, of course, link to in the uh, notes at taylortalk.org slash episode 182, because it's going to have all the links to that behind-the-scenes type stuff once the U.S. tour starts, the first one being in Bossier City. Going to have some behind-the-scenes footage for that on this page. Uh, and there's a lot more to... Comcast than I had realized because it's not something I've dug into and not something I'm overly familiar with but I mean they've got CBS, WB Nintendo, Cartoon Network um, Sci-Fi Channel, the CW, USA Network so there's what I'm thinking is they're probably, now I'm revising my statement, while Taylor may not have had any sort of prior relationship with Xfinity specifically Comcast on some level I'm sure she did and In just some capacity, I don't know what, but through some of those networks somewhere, she's done something, I'm sure. Whether it's an award show that they put on or otherwise. Uh, So what I'm thinking now is Xfinity is just the particular brand under the Comcast umbrella that Comcast is looking to push. And that's why they are using Xfinity as the tour sponsor, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: when really it's probably you know the actual money of it is coming from comcast as a whole
1: that's quite possible Yeah, and they're looking know. to
0: push a specific brand so that makes a little bit more sense now um and it actually actually it makes a lot more sense thinking about it because xfinity is the one with the ability to do all this um behind the scenes type deal so that was an interesting discussion <laughs>
2: A lot
1: more of a discussion than we thought that was going
2: to be. I didn't think that was going to happen
1: either.
0: <laughs> it just sort of happened. The The moral of the story, though, is you know keep an eye out for that link we're going to post and go look at the behind-the-scenes footage and things when it when it comes out. In the meantime, they actually do have a variety of other things on that page. They've got the music videos. They've got a look back going through some of Taylor's history, things like that. So there's a lot of interesting information there if you're curious. Again, all of those links, the L link um, and the Xfinity link, which I think that's all we mentioned in the news, is going to be at taylortalk.org slash episode 182. Onward!
2: That's the new word.
0: (laughs) That's my new uh, word of the episode is onward. (laughs) So we're here to chat about Enchanted today. Now, there's a method to my madness, of course. You're like, why are you doing Enchanted? Well, there's always a reason to do Enchanted And it's actually very interesting because, like I said, we want to keep it spoiler-free for a little bit, which is why we're not doing a tour discussion. And then all of a sudden, something strange happened. While trying to figure out what to do, um, our, our good friend Lou suggested that we do an analysis of enchanted where enchanted specifically came from i'm not sure but all of a sudden people started jumping on the bandwagon and there were like 20 other people there was ellie erica rachel all these other people that were like yeah enchanted do enchanted this week so here we are doing enchanted so let's talk enchanted what's so what it about the
2: people wanted um let's
0: give the people what they want <laughs>
2: okay so i guess i can talk a little bit about what Enchanted's about it's um, she wrote it after meeting someone for the first time and being literally enchanted to meet them. It's, it's just kind of, you about mean a, him, him is, that what them I meant?
0: is referring to oh, the sorry. plural that's two people. So when you say she was enchanted to meet them, you're referring to a I group of people him. in this case, she's, re- I she- <laughs>
2: meant him and it's possible that my words slurred together because it is early. Um, but yes, she met a, a man, she met a him person. Um, and it's just pretty much about that feeling that you get when you meet someone for the first time that you really, really like.
0: It's like the butterflies in your yeah, stomach. Yeah, the
2: butterflies. Accurate. Was that it? Yeah, that's it. That's all I have.
0: Okay. <laughs> and, yeah. So, so it is about meeting a particular gentleman and that butterfly feeling and then wondering all the way home, like, is he interested in me? Is he in love with someone else? Line from the song. And then when she got home, she had an email waiting for her from this particular gentleman um, that said he was a wonderstruck
2: meeting her. he said uh, supposedly, sorry I was so quiet, I was just wonderstruck meeting you. So cute. (laughs) (laughs) So
0: cute. So I I think it's very fascinating that that particular word comes from somebody that is not Taylor because it went on to obviously create her perfume line and – Things like that. So I, I thought that part was fascinating. I
2: wonder how he feels about that. She stole his word.
0: Stole his word and then created an empire. And made money off of it. <laughs> well, I mean, technically you can't really own a word. No.
2: Unless it's trademarked, right?
0: Yeah, but, well, like, we're not getting into trademark yeah. law. There's certain restrictions <laughs> on that, too. You can't own a generic word. Although Wonderstruck's not that generic. It's just not common. Wow. Yeah, it's not the most common word I've ever heard. But speaking of which, though, speaking of that perfume, why do you guys think she named it Wonderstruck?
2: I mean, maybe I'm sure she's explained this somewhere, so I'm just sort of going off what I think. Um, Just that maybe she wanted people to feel Wonderstruck when they smelled it, and she also, I think she said something like she wanted to, recreate that uh, Wonderstruck-type feeling with a scent. I don't know. Steve, do you have any ideas?
1: Uh, it's not a word that I normally use. Let's put it that way.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's a good word, though. That's what I, I think, uh, you know, when she probably thought about it, she probably the first couple times through it was something that she didn't have that word, and she's like, I know there's a perfect word that I could put here. And then all of a sudden, Wonderstruck popped into her mind. It's like wrote it well, down.
2: Yeah, I mean the the word itself is very striking. It's a word that you don't usually hear so when you hear that you're like, oh you know, you're very taken aback by it kind of.
0: It stands out for sure but like, why, you know, obviously the second li- in line was Wonderstruck Enchanted Why not just starting with w- Enchanted? Because that is in fact her word
2: True I don't think Enchanted has the same punch that Wonderstruck does like, Enchanted is, it describes something, you know, it's it's not a noun. So, Wonderstruck, I feel like, l- lends itself more to being a product name because it's a noun. But I guess, well, I was so Wonderstruck to, I guess, nah, it's an adjective too. I don't know. <laughs> no, don't listen to me anymore
0: <laughs> No we're going to keep listening to you I like I like what you're saying It makes no sense at all um, <laughs> Which is great Forgive but, me everyone I mean obviously this this um, discussion is meant to be about the song Not the perfume I was just curious to get your perspectives on that Because it almost seems a little bit like She stole his word And then made a perfume out of it But fun fact of the episode Since we're doing Enchanted Did you guys know that speak now as an album was originally titled enchanted
2: i did know that I think i knew a little in bit about that in the foggiest corners of my brain I knew in the that.
0: foggiest corners of your brain so that's that's my fun fact of the episode is it was initially called enchanted and uh scott borchetta was like taylor this ain't about fairy tales and and things anymore you need something a little punchier and Um, eventually they came up uh, with speak now I believe Taylor came up with it and Scott's like yes that's the one
2: so I mean maybe the reason she didn't call the perfume enchanted like the same thing it's not a punchy enough word like it works as a song title but not anything broader
0: I like how you took my completely different topic and brought it back to the perfume why don't we just make this entire episode about perfume
2: let's do that
0: so let let's talk Wonderstruck, Wonderstruck, Enchanted, uh, Taylor by Taylor. Uh, what what else is there? I'm kidding. Let's not talk about that. Let's talk about the song. So, secret message of the song is probably my favorite part of the song.
2: <laughs> Why?
0: Because it's Adam. Ooh. It's Your where ta- name. It, it's where Taylor finally admitted her love for me.
2: Except that awkward moment when Taylor wrote the song and Adam wasn't even a Taylor Swift fanboy yet.
0: Hmm. What do you mean? I've always loved Taylor.
2: You know what I mean. You weren't a Taylor fan yet.
0: I don't know what you're talking about.
2: <laughs> Diane, Taylor wrote
0: this song for me. Oh, okay, okay. She wrote it for me. The secret message is Adam.
2: Didn't mean to offend you.
0: And that is Adam me, not Adam Young. Just saying. Just saying. No, I'm kidding. It is, um, unfortunately, Adam Young. Taylor has yet to write a song about me. Maybe in my Wait, wildest dreams. Wait, how do we dreams. know it's Adam
2: Young? Wait, back up, back up. What are you? What are you saying? We have to explain it. What? You said Ex- Adam Young. Who's yeah. Adam Young? it. we're, we're gonna get to that. Okay, I was okay. just, I was just
0: making a quick like Taylor pun and joke there.
2: Okay. Where okay. I was
0: saying Taylor is yet to write a song about me, and then I said maybe in my wildest dreams. Ooh. Uh, yeah, you get it. I'm now gonna, you get it. Okay, get it. so Adam Young of Owl City is um. I you know this time I don't think there's any denying it because he wrote a song in reply to her and
2: no there's absolutely no denying so, it. So
0: why are you asking me to explain like what do you what do you I'm want me to explain here? I you
2: just give context because maybe there are some people out there who don't know the story behind it.
0: Okay so she met Adam Young at an event and they had I believe they had previously emailed before but this was the first time they had met in person and they were both enchanted to meet one another which Taylor did not find out that he was also enchanted to meet her until later when he wrote his, well, sort of wrote it was a it was a cover mashed up with his own words where he says something like uh, how'd it go? It was something, but he name dropped her He's, in there. He said he like Taylor, said, I was enchanted. He said Taylor. To meet you too. He
2: said I was enchanted to meet you too. Yeah. Um. And then at the very end of the song, he says, "I was never in love with someone else. I ha- I didn't have someone." waiting on me because you were all of my dreams come true and I just wish you knew Taylor I was so in love with you Oh, are you crying no I'm not I'm just saying it's did that just
1: bring you to tears no it
2: didn't (laughs) your
1: voice did break up there just a little bit at the very end
2: I was it was full of emotion and admiration there you go not necessarily tears
1: it's always one of the coolest
0: things when two wordsmiths such as uh, Adam Young and Taylor go up and back like that because the exchange of words is like far beyond anything us like we we normal people could come up <laughs> the with the peasants <laughs> like the peasants of the world like we could not come up with such a such a nice exchange of of words there. Um so that's really cool. That's really cool his response. Um I mean how deep do you guys want to go into his response or should we jump into the song itself?
2: We can just go straight for the song.
0: Straight for the song. So taylor's old style was magical fairytale love her new style is taylor's realistic take on love where do you guys think this song kind of falls on the spectrum before th- we get into the the nitty gritty of it
2: right i think it's still more it's still more in line with the magical type love that mm-hmm. she used to write about
0: right i think it keeps the magical tone but i think it's definitely leaning towards um some more realism because why is
2: it realistic though
0: well, because she, where is it fairy tale? It's not a happy ever, happily ever after thing. It's her sort of taking this sort of, I mean, there's real thoughts there, 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 there. there's someone else. Are you in love with me too? Like, do you feel the same?
2: That's true. This I,
0: isn't like Romeo and Juliet type.
2: You could say it's stuff. a hybrid, but I feel like the words she uses tie it very much into the magical feeling because she says the night was sparkling. The night was flawless. I was like I was enchanted to meet you. You know, these are all very magical type words that, you know, you would hear in that sort of magical setting, I guess.
0: Well, Taylor is very magical, (laughs) Um, (laughs) but it's just interesting that you see it that way because of that, um, you know, previously mentioned Scott Borchetta quote where he said something about how Uh, where oh i found it here it is taylor this record isn't about fairy tales in high school anymore
2: Uh
0: but he did say that in regards to the album being named enchanted so enchanted i guess in itself gives off a magical and fairy tale vibe Yes. In that sense, like just the words. So let's take a look at the words then. So the first verse, you know, you've got got it starting off with, there I was again tonight, forcing laughter, faking smiles. Same old tired, lonely place, walls of insincerity, shifting it's- eyes in vacancy, vanished when I saw your face.
2: <laughs> oh, Diane, talk. Okay. Yeah. Well, I really like this verse because it, I guess like verse part because she – she has very long um, verses in this song but I really like this part because it sort of sets the stage as to how she felt before like there's I don't remember exactly how the thing goes but I've heard it said that people don't really see color until they're in love kind of like they don't really see the world until they see the person like that they're supposed to be with I don't know that sort of very magical type So it's almost like she's saying here, like, I was bored and alone before I met this person. But she says it, of course, in a very uh, well-written way.
0: That's an interesting take on it. I see where it's setting the scene because Taylor is, of course, in her core a storyteller. And this is a story. This is the beginning of the story of this song. Um, But it does definitely set the scene. But I see it far more literally than you do, I guess, because it's just... They're at some sort of industry event, I would I would assume, some sort of music industry like event. Like an award
1: and, show or something, I would say. Yeah,
0: just something, some sort of event, and it's got that forcing, laughter, faking smiles, and it's like, it's the same, same routine over and over, that's what she's saying, it's sort of, it's almost dreary feeling, it's like...
2: It's just boring, very mundane.
0: Now, what do you think she meant by walls of insincerity, because that's an intriguing line.
2: I mean, she says... So that's- Forcing laughter, faking smiles. So maybe she's just talking about the whole conversation with these people that she doesn't really know. Is just people being fake nice, her being fake nice. Like, nobody really cares about one another.
0: But I got that, but what are the walls?
2: Emotional walls?
0: I guess. Steve, were you going to say something before?
1: I just feel that this is probably... I'm saying this as an award show. And there are people that you talk to it those sort of things that oh hey it's so great to meet you and it's like I don't even care to talk to this person oh, yeah. or whatever I, I think I think that's really what this is where you know you just have to put on that you know happy face and oh yeah it's so great to meet you and you know some guys going off on some boring story and you're like oh that's great yeah thanks this is this is really good and no it's not I think that's that's what this is is just kind of all the the fluff that's involved with being at a an award show or some sort of industry event social gathering of sorts, yeah, you know you're not having a good time, but you're you're making it look like you are right mm-hmm.
0: now, the last line of that verse there vanished when I saw your face. that's kind of cool because all of a sudden it's it's a shift it's a shift in the tone. it's like going from using diane's metaphor from earlier, it's like going from black and white to color. Mm-hmm. Yes. Dare I say screaming yes. color?
2: Ooh. Ooh. Ow. Look at all these puns today. <laughs> I'm very
0: punny. <laughs> so, vanished when I saw your face. Obviously, that leads into all I can say it was enchanting to meet you because that's where you go from, from gray to color. And that's where you go from this feeling of fakeness to sincerity. The walls of insincerity are broken down and you're oh. in a sincere place now. So, that's a very crucial line. It's sort of like a a turning point in the song, which comes very early. Mm -hmm. Then the next verse, your eyes whispered, have we met? Across the room, your silhouette starts to make its way to me. The playful conversation starts, counter all your quick remarks, like passing notes in secrecy. Diane, go.
2: I really like the last, uh, I guess, line of that section because it's like Playful. I, I don't know. It's just like the way she describes them talking is just such a cute way to describe flirting. I don't know. It's just fun.
0: Cute way to describe flirting. <laughs> I guess, I guess flirting.
2: cute are just sort of like she tells you what it is without just saying, we flirted. Like, that's boring. You know, she very vividly describes it.
0: Well, it, sh- it she does, and it's just... Her wording has always been very interesting, and, and definitely in particular in this song, because Your Eyes Whispered, Have We Met? I mean, obviously she's personifying her eyes, or the, the, his eyes, sorry, yeah, making them whisper. She's giving them a life, and they're whispering, have we met? So it's like all of a sudden you picture, I don't know about you guys, but I can definitely picture a certain look. In the Mm -hmm. eyes of somebody based on her description there. But I never would have thought to word it like your eyes whispered. Have we met? Yeah.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Because it's well. And then if you tie it to the next lines as well across the room, your silhouette starts to make its way to me. He's looking over from a different spot Uh in the room. You've got him looking over from somewhere else and his eyes are whispering to her. Like it's sort of that feeling like when you know someone's coming to talk to you, even though they haven't quite done it yet. Yeah that sort of feeling mm-hmm. you feel deep down. Um, then Dan, you've got, you started with this part, right? The playful yes. conversation starts, counter all your quick remarks, like passing notes in secrecy. Very different tone from that first verse.
2: Oh yes, very, very different.
0: Very different tone. So you have her in the first verse talking to people with these walls of insincerity pulled up there in front of you. And you've got faking smiles, forcing laughter. Like it's all very fake, where this is all like very genuine. Mm -hmm. And I like that passing notes in secrecy because it's like, uh, it's almost got a little kid aspect to it. Now I know that kids today can't relate these kids in their cell phones and text messaging. (laughs) But when we, when we old folk were back in school, we used, that's how we used to be sneaky in class. We used to pass notes to one another. And I remember quite often the ladies in class got very creative with their folding and they, Found. Oh, I remember yeah, yeah, that. Now you,
2: now I was never remember. one of those. I was not that talented. I no. also didn't pass notes in class cuz I was a nerd, but yeah. You didn't have friends. It's okay. I didn't, I didn't have friends. <laughs> did,
1: did you ever have like a, you know, that notes getting passed through and then all of a sudden like somebody stops and they look at it before they send it on to where it yeah, needs that was to probably go. That's probably what you always... were doing, right? <laughs> no.
0: Or the teacher that opens the note and reads it to the whole class? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you always got one of those, right? But anyway, what I'm getting to though is that passing notes in secrecy, uh, sort of has like a little, like that those those few lines right there, those few words, as a whole, sort of have a an almost childlike feeling to it. And I'm not saying it's a childlike situation. Childlike,
2: situ- but just whimsical, kind of. No, no, no. no. It's
0: and... it's sort of what I'm getting at is I, the reason I want to clarify is because I don't mean childlike like this is an immature situation. But I mean childlike because you have that joyful giddiness inside of you, Mm -hmm. you know, where you're like, this is really fun (laughs) type thing. And so that sort of feeling where it's like where adults have stress and work and blah, 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 and kids have that sort of 100 percent happiness going all the time. It's like an equivalent of that feeling of a child being happy. Does that make more sense now?
2: Yeah, that's good. Yeah.
0: So it's it's how she's sort of conveying the feeling is by portraying it as like a childlike happiness. So
1: mm-hmm. Then she repeats. So, so, Sorry? So, so just an, another thing on the whole passing notes and secrecy. Is that kind of just even just body language and just eye contact of different sorts there? You know, think about them at an award show or whatever that – You know, they're just looking across to each other there to to see if their reactions are the same as each other and that kind of stuff. I think that's a little bit of that. Uh, Yeah,
0: that's a good thing to point out. Also, body language. So you think the passing Mm -hmm. notes and secrecy is really like body
1: language. It's like they're communicating without actually speaking. Right. Because, you know, to me, I don't even think they're really, you know, other than, hey, nice to meet you and everything like that. Where you been? (laughs) yeah <laughs> i was i was waiting for you on that. <laughs> but but they do that and then they're off doing other things they have to talk to other people and all that other stuff but there's still there's that communication line that's still open between the two of them even when they're not right in each other's you know right now have to you each ever other. seen a situation um
0: steve where it's like Two people are having separate conversations, but through eye contact, they're really communicating with one another, even though they're actually right. talking to other people. Yeah, it's, I'm not yes. talented enough for that. And that's what I think this is, 100%. Yes. That's cool, though. There you go. Um, so then it repeats. It was enchanting to meet you. All I can say is I was enchanted to meet you. Then jumps into the chorus. This night is sparkling. Don't you let it go. I'm wonderstruck, blushing all the way home. I'll spend forever wondering if you knew. I was enchanted to meet you. Well, Taylor, technically you won't spend forever wondering because he made it pretty darn obvious when he wrote his response. You didn't have to wait that long. You didn't have to wait long, just till Valentine's Day. Um, Just, again, clarification. I know I say things that are confusing sometimes, but that's when Adam Young posted his uh, response was on Valentine's Day. So he was definitely smitten with her, even though it seems like no relationship ever spawned from this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what do you guys think of the chorus then?
2: I really like the line this night is sparkling because when I hear that line I imagine her leaving the thing that you know some sort of um, some sort of um, event she was at and just thinking like wow this night is so much prettier now that I have met this person you know like things just seem so much um, I guess more sparkly to use her word you know. Taylor used to love sparkles. She did. I think she still
0: loves sparkles, just in a different way.
2: Yeah.
0: Different sparkles now.
1: And I think the part that's very important about this is how the beginning, like the first lines now make so much more sense why they're kind of put in kind of a negative contrast of sorts because of how much that they do contrast with the happiness now. It's like everything's kind of crap and boring and all that other stuff. And then all of a sudden, that bad day turns into a great day because of meeting a person. That's mm-hmm. good. Right. Um, so I think the
0: chorus as a whole then is just sort of describing the after effect of when you meet someone like this and you have an experience like
2: this. The wonder glow. Mm-hmm. I just made that up.
0: Wonder glow. <laughs> wonder That's going to be in wonder Taylor's glow. next uh, song.
1: <laughs> it's glow in the dark perfume. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That would be weird. Or
0: or because of the the nature in which perfume mists, its glow in the dark sparkles. It would
2: probably be toxic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> probably. But you know, it is what it is. It would right? Look awesome. Raise your hand if you want glow in the dark, wonderstruck perfume. <laughs> Wait, I guess you can't see raising hands through podcast. That's all right. It's audio
2: only. <laughs> audio
0: only. Audio excellence. Sorry, had to do it. It's from an old commercial a long time ago. So, I'll spend forever wondering if you knew I was enchanted to meet you. That's just an interesting line to me, because like, like I sort of joked about earlier, she didn't have to wait that long, right?
2: Well, I also wonder, too. It's like, you could have texted him and said, you know, I was enchanting to meet you. Like Why does she have to just keep it to herself? I mean, I guess that's also like, a personality thing. Maybe she didn't want to.
0: Diane, let what? me ask you this. Go ahead. When's the last time you had a crush on someone and you emailed them saying that you were enchanted to meet them?
2: <laughs> I'm not Taylor that Swift. I could have done it. I don't know.
1: Nobody does Yeah, that. nobody does that.
2: Why not? Maybe they should. I mean, I don't uh, think I he mean... would have been offended. I think he would have really liked it, from what we know.
1: Yeah, but that's the whole problem, is there's so many times where You know, this song is about having a crush on someone and not acting on it. Yeah. And I think that's kind of a big piece of that. And even Adam's response. I mean, he says, I'm a real shy boy. And since music is the most eloquent form of communication I can muster, I decided to record something for you. So he didn't even, you know, if he was wonderstruck after reading. Think about that. If you're looking through the lyric booklet and all of a sudden you're like, Adam, my name's Adam. (laughs) I do that all the time, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, but it's different for you. Obviously, he was able to figure out this was about him. He's like, "Wait a minute, yeah, this, this does make sense. This, this is exactly what occurred." Uh And and he didn't even at that point in time be like, "Hey, by the way, is this song enchanted about me?" (laughs) It seems like it. It seems very familiar to me. So,
0: well, he did have that familiar feeling as soon as he heard the word "wonderstruck," because he's like, "Hmm." Does anybody happen to have the Speak Now lyric booklet,
1: booklet handy?
2: Uh, Steve does.
1: I I, I actually don't. I, um, I think I only have the 1989 one handy. Because the now, only thing I was wondering, I
0: wonder if she gave Adam Young writing credits on this. Because, <laughs> I mean, the, one of the most crucial words in the song, one of the most important words, Wonderstruck, was his.
2: Yeah, I don't know.
0: I guess that technically doesn't count as
1: being a co-writer.
0: No, Just because she discovered so. the
1: particular vocabulary word from him. Which is probably why she didn't make the title of it called Wonderstruck. That's why she chose Enchanted. Uh. It was probably one of her words.
0: Perhaps. So let's move into the next verse then. A lingering question kept me up 2 a.m. There's that 2 a.m. again, Taylor. Um, Who do you oh. love? I'm wondering till I'm wide awake. And now I'm pacing back and forth, wishing you were at my door. I'd open up and you would say hey, it was enchanting to meet you. All I know is I was enchanted to meet you. And that goes kind of back to what you were saying, Diane, I believe, about a response from him. She's like, I wish you would say it was enchanting to meet you. It's like, well, Taylor, he did! He didn't say that, actually.
2: I know, and, but later. and see, that's one of the things that kind of breaks my heart about this whole song is he, like, this was not one-sided. He liked her, too, but... None of them said anything so they missed each other. I mean, it was maybe like the most fade. adorable
1: relationship that never was.
2: Exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, it really makes you think about that in life because, you know, there's been many times where I've been in that same situation mm-hmm. where it's you know, like does that other person do they feel the same way I do, mm-hmm. you know? Crushes are a crazy crazy thing to try to think about. And then you always kind of have that one where you continue to kick yourself. You're like, But what if I would have said something, you know, just got that out in the open and and see what happens. You know, sometimes that works out. Sometimes it doesn't. But if you don't ask, you'll never know. Well, don't worry, Taylor. Don't you worry. There are plenty
0: of other atoms in the world. You
2: didn't say don't you worry your pretty little mind. Don't you you worry your pretty little (laughs) mind,
0: Taylor. There are plenty of other atoms in the world.
2: Well, rumor has it she's found one, so. (laughs) Well, then, <laughs>
0: um, now that we're completely off topic on that verse, let's jump back to it. anything you guys have out of that verse besides that part about Taylor. He did get a response or Taylor did get a response from him. Sorry. Can't speak right now. Can't speak now.
2: Uh, uh, nah. oh.
0: I'm so punny or I'm not punny, but. um, but
2: <laughs> just, just, just keep going. Let's. let's- I'm trying, I'm trying
0: to get back into the verse. I'm trying. I swear I'm trying. It's just hard sometimes. So the lingering question kept me up. 2 a.m. Who do you love? Again, after effects of the event. She's up all night thinking about him, right? Well,
2: it's interesting, too, because on the way home, you know, she's happy and whatnot, which is what she says in the chorus. But then later she's like, wait a second. Maybe he already has a girlfriend, you know, kind of thing. So her mind just goes from that time of being really happy with what happened to almost sort of like freaking out like, Oh wait, well what if he doesn't like me too? And kind of thing.
0: Well, something I find very interesting and speak adding to your point rather is we discuss in 1989, how a lot of the songs have very frantic feelings out of the woods among others. Right. Mm -hmm. This sort of has a frantic feeling to this verse. It's very frantic. Mm -hmm. Like she's up in the middle of the night and she's pacing back and forth. Um, she's wondering, wait, who does he love? Do do I have a chance? Is this a thing? Like, is this going to happen? Like, what's going on? And uh, I've always been intrigued by the line, I wonder till I'm wide awake, because it just sort of captures the essence of that panic. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever had those nights where you can't sleep because your mind is racing. Mm -hmm. So it actually Mm -hmm. sort of wakes you up, and it kind of wakes you up on adrenaline. Obviously, your body's tired and wants to sleep, but waking up on adrenaline adds to that sort of frantic feeling where you're like... Oh my gosh, What what's going on? What What's going to happen now? Like, what's the next step? Hmm.
2: Yeah.
0: Like, have you guys had that middle of the night?
2: Uh, yes. yes, many yes. times.
0: Steve's like, every night.
2: I try to avoid it, <sighs> but yes. Yeah.
1: I know, I... No, I'm kind of I... thinking... It... Sorry, Steve? Uh, I'm kind of thinking about how this kind of ties in with Wildest Dreams to some degree. Kind of on a different level, but... You know, Wildest Dreams, we've discussed before, is when you meet someone and you just automatically have that connection. Mm-hmm. And that was more, Wildest Dreams is more about kind of dreaming what that relationship can be like. But I think that Enchanted is sort of that same sort of thing where, you know, it's like, what what could this have been? what What if I would have, you know, reached out and said, hey, do you like me too? And all that other stuff. I mean... It's not so much of a dream as much of the reality of like I should have just said something.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But it's the same basic concept of of meeting someone for the first time and just immediately having you know some sort of sparks, sparks flying, yeah, that is sparks a very fly. Interesting Clever,
2: connection. Just yes. sort of how she took the same concept and you know twisted it.
0: Very fascinating connection, Steve. Yes. Yeah. Very fascinating. I'm uh, doing I mean, there's, I'm there's doing the chin thing right now. You know where you rub your chin where you Me like fascinating? Me
1: too.
2: Me You're like a wizard or like an old professor or something.
0: Yes, I'm rubbing my beard. Which means, Running my yes, fingers I, through my beard right which now. Which means you're thinking <laughs> smoking a pipe Do, do, saying, do you have a beard? I've got a little bit of you scruff grow right one. now. If it means anything? There you Can go. Can
2: you grow a beard? <laughs>
0: What do you mean? Well,
2: I, no, I'm just like some What people. are you
0: insinuating, Diane? Not anything.
2: I'm not making an attack on you personally. I'm just wondering.
1: Of course I can grow a beard.
2: I can't grow a beard, but I'm not supposed to. Beards are awesome. According to society.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but but I'm going to tie it into one other song, actually, from the same yes, album. Yes, please. And that's The Story of Us. Ooh.
0: Yes. Although, <laughs> I can see where that link is formed, but I,
1: I can also see where there's holes in that I'm not link sure too. about the
2: link. Do you want to explain?
1: Okay, okay. There, there's only there's only a slight little link. Um, so, obviously, the story of Us is about... I believe it's actually an award show. Yes. I, I don't know if I keep putting everything as hair people at an award show. She goes to a I lot of award shows. She does, and I guess she writes songs about a lot of it, too, mm-hmm. or at least, you know, industry events or something. But that is about... Supposedly her and John Mayer being at an award show. And, you know, they're in the same room and it's one of those awkward. things that the two of them mm-hmm. are not getting along. It's awkward. You know, I, I think it's kind of like the bad version of Enchanted. Like It's the <laughs> anti-Enchanted? Yeah. yeah.
2: And then there's that one line, uh, what was it? One day I tell the story of us, how we met in the sparks flew instantly. I like used to like, think
0: one day I'd yeah, tell the yeah, story yeah. of us, how we met, and the sparks flew instantly. So this song um, would
2: be the sparks f- flying instantly.
0: Yeah, that's why I said I can see some linkage but there, but not, uh, mm-hmm. I, no, I don't, it's, it's I don't not see a full and solid link. There's definitely holes in it. Really, the only link I see is that opening line where it's like, you know, we met and the sparks flew instantly. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. and now they're not getting along and everything else like that so it's that's where the holes come in why
0: i don't see it as actually being linked where um i think your wildest dreams theory is a little more credible a little has solid. a little more ground to stand upon
1: yeah i'm just trying to link a bunch of songs together yeah. it's fun
0: just linking well i mean technically you can link every song together because they're all about some experience taylor had so, really, they're all linked.
2: Just draw a huge web.
0: Yeah. There you go. That would be interesting. We should do like a spider web thing. Let's put like all her songs in a circle and then draw lines to the songs that link to each other.
2: That'd be such a scribble And see
0: what kind of picture it, it draws. That would be really cool.
2: All right. That's your art project this week, guys.
0: Art project. All right. So then it jumps back into the chorus again. We already discussed that. Well, no, it's a
2: little bit different. A little though. bit it's different. Not-
0: so, what do you want to point I mean, out then?
2: It's not really that. I just feel like we need to say it so people don't get mad. Um, she says the night is flawless. Don't you let it go instead of the night is sparkling and the night is flawless. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's nice.
0: Different word choice. Um, different. Well, word choice is very important. Taylor is deliberate about everything. So why the change? If, if I can just answer my own question, like I asked the question, but then I'm like, wait, I actually have an answer to this. It was more of a, one of those questions where I didn't expect you to answer. Um, my theory is, is because it's showing the progression of the story. Right. So the night is sparkling at first. It's like the sparks had had lit. And where this night is flawless, it's showing a progression in emotion where later in the night she would feel like, OK, this night has been flawless, where it's sort of like looking at it from present tense versus past tense. Um,
2: but would she really think that, though, if she's up late at night wondering who he loves? I think this might be just a little bit before that moment when she still thinks, you know, things are good and awesome. Um, I'm
0: talking about progression of choruses, though, because choruses, when you look at a song, the chorus is always out of order in the timeline.
2: Right, right, right.
0: Um, You know, if if the song is telling a story, the chorus is one part of it that repeats itself throughout the song. So obviously it can't be chronological with anything in the song except itself. And in this case, chorus number two, where she changes it to flawless, is later in the night.
2: And then she also makes one more change too. She says, "I'm wonderstruck, um, um, I'm, I'm dancing all, dancing around all alone."
0: Which again goes back to that because it had to happen after because she's probably back home, and this is prior to 2 a.m. Who do you love, mm-hmm. um, where she is dancing dancing around in the refrigerator light. <laughs> oh um, <no.
2: laughs> Uh, I, I
0: just keep coming out with them this episode. We should
2: just like make a list of different phrases and just pull from the from the list and just put them in the episode. Different puns.
0: Sure, let's do that. Or we can think of them off the top of their head, off the top of our head. It's too heads. hard. You're
2: so good at this.
0: I've been practicing for the last like three and a half years of doing this. Apparently, uh, <laughs> you guys are both newer. You've only been around like two years or so. No, you're up to three years, Diane.
2: I know, I'm embarrassed. You're at
0: three years. Steve, you're a little over two years here. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Do we buddy.
2: Get, like, awards for sticking it out this long? Do we get... We should get awards. Why don't you give us things? What? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Steve gets award for best male on the East Coast. All right. Yay, Steve. Yay. Best male on the East Coast. Adam gets best male on the West Coast. Diane, you can have best female.
2: for this episode yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) alright so anyway just getting back to that dancing around all alone I think that's still that giddiness feeling when she first got home prior to the 2am who do you love where she's just dancing around it is all happy and stuff like that and then Song jumps into into the bridge there Um, this is me praying that this was the very first page not where the storyline ends Steve going back to your theory Um, very interesting because it's very storybookish there Uh, my thoughts will echo your name until I see you again these are the words I held back as I was leaving too soon I was enchanted to meet you Ah, I know that Mm. feeling where you meet someone and you're really sort of I guess into them whether even not even just in a romantic way like this sort of and you know i don't even know if she intended this song to be romantic or if it was just one of those people that she meets that she just really really likes and really wants to be associated with
2: i'm sure she it's romantic because she doesn't want them to be in love with someone else why would she care if she right. just wanted to be their best friend touche right. yeah
0: touche <laughs> how dare you counter me like that that's what i'm good at Ah. okay <laughs> but, but anyway i, I still n- can relate to that feeling even in a non-romantic sense when you meet someone at a particular event event and you just really have a good conversation with them and enjoy the presence of their company and then afterwards you're like man i wish i would have exchanged phone numbers with this person or i wish this
1: would have happened or mm-hmm. that would have happened and it's sort of it's almost a feeling of regret
2: yeah it is right
1: blaming yourself for you're, you're, you're thinking it back in your mind and you're like, what did I need to do slightly differently that I wouldn't be stuck in this spot where I don't know what they
2: think Right. Mm-hmm.
0: exactly now, my thoughts will echo your name, I'm kind of going out of order I went from the last few lines there to the middle but um, my thoughts will echo your name is a really cool way to say I'm always thinking about you, like I feel like like, rookie writers, like, people who are new to songwriting, and maybe even Taylor in her earlier days would have said something like, like, I can't stop thinking about you, or I'm always thinking about you, or I can't get you off my mind, or something similar to that, where she's like, my thoughts will echo your name. And the difference is, aside for, I mean, both are literal, saying my thoughts will echo your name and I can't stop thinking about you. But where the difference is, is I think that her word choice here definitely conveys a feeling of emotion associated with that concept of always thinking about you. Like, my thoughts will echo your name. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Get where I'm going with that? It's like,
2: Adam, Adam, (laughs) Adam, Adam.
1: That's why he likes that line
0: so much. Exactly. Like, I just, I really enjoy the idea of Taylor's mind having, like, an Adam bouncing back and
1: forth.
2: You are so strange.
1: Because obviously you're it your it was obviously it was
0: obviously about me. Um, secret uh, secret I'm about to disclose here on the show is I am actually Adam Young from Owl City. I
2: thought so. Um, I had some suspicions.
0: Yeah, that is that no, is me. I'm the one that uh, wrote all those owl owl, or owl. What is it? Owl City. Owl City. So you
2: don't even know the name of your. Own I don't band. know the
0: name of my own band. It's owl part City. Part of your
2: cover to pretend like you're not sure what's going on.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's just to throw you guys off. No, I'm not really Adam Young. I'm sorry, people. That would be really cool. Wouldn't that be an interesting twist in the history of Taylor Talk?
2: Plot twist.
0: <laughs> plot twist. An interesting <laughs> plot twist in this song specifically where if it was like the whole time Adam Young was the super fan behind Taylor Talk. <laughs> <laughs> he was that enchanted to have met her that he couldn't let it go.
2: Wow. <laughs>
0: the night was sparkling I, I, I think, and he couldn't I think he's let, let, let it go. let it go since. <laughs> um what else we got from that bridge you guys have anything that uh, jumped out at you that you wanted to point out
2: um not really just a fun fact so do you remember in speak now when she used to write song lyrics on her arm yes when i went to see uh speak now i wrote those lyrics on my arm the last three of the of the bridge there these are the words, are I, the held words I held back as I was leaving too soon. I was enchanted to meet you. How Which the heck did you really fit that on your arm? Hard to fit on your arm. She has long arms. I had to start up like by my shoulder and just write small, and like it went all the way to my palm. It kind of looked ridiculous, but it was important that all the words were there.
0: Now. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but speaking of those arm lyrics, didn't she use Adam Young lyrics like Owl City lyrics at some point on that remember. tour?
2: I don't remember. Steve,
0: Mr. Google.
2: I'm working on Steve's it. Steve's <laughs> working on it.
0: He's going for it. Anything? <laughs> do 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 do
1: we can,
2: do, do, we can small talk it now while we wait for him. Yeah. Small talk Come it on. out. Be... Um
1: but yeah. I, I, I I mean think about think about those lines. Those last lines I, I do think are probably some of the best though because It's referring to, I wish I would have said something to you. You know what I mean? It's kind of like inside she was thinking to say, I was enchanted to meet you, but didn't, you know, the words didn't come out. She didn't get to, you know, she left too early before she got a chance to talk to him again. Yeah, that happens sometimes too, especially something that's busy kind of event like that where, you know, it's like, oh, hey, here, nice to meet you. Great. You know, and then all of a sudden... You're like, oh, crap, I hope I get to talk to them again before I have to leave Mm -hmm. here. And then she didn't. Well, speaking to that point, though, Steve, that's why I I was pointing out that every word
0: Taylor chooses is very deliberate. And her wording of things are very deliberate. And I think in this case, where a lot of these lyrics do literally describe what is happening, Mm -hmm. they have certain emotions associated with them that make them that much punchier and that much more powerful and that much more meaningful and that much more relatable to the people listening to her words
1: oh, okay. Yeah. see what i'm
0: saying um did you happen to find on your google yet
1: uh, actually i'm having a little bit of trouble with this this is kind of it's hard to find this
0: <laughs> okay well Let's let's keep going then. On to the next lines. Please don't be in love with someone else. Please don't have somebody waiting on you. Please don't be in love with someone else. Please don't have somebody waiting on you. Diane, what's that called? Literary term. Let's go. Come on, English teacher. Repetition. Repetition. Yes. An
2: easy one.
0: Yes, repetition. So her use of repetition there, why?
2: Well, it just sort of reflects what's happening in her mind that night, what she can't stop thinking about. She's just like, I really hope he's not in love with someone else. I really hope, you know, he doesn't have someone else in his life, you know, that would mean that he couldn't be with me.
0: Right. And again, deliberate word choice and deliberate tactic there using repetition creates a feeling of franticness. It creates that feeling deep down in your gut, like I hope he's not in love with someone else.
2: Yeah, and the way that she sings it is very, like, pleadingly.
1: You know so. adam i i have some information oh, steve's got some he got it uh, yeah i i think the reason i was having trouble on the googles is because the answer to that is no okay um now, now actually there was a uh, website taylor swift arm lyrics that doesn't seem to exist oh, anymore no. so that that's actually really
0: helped. sad um I got to talk to those guys briefly in the early days of Taylor Talk. They communicated with us, and we were sort of like, "Hey, we should support each other because we're both little guys and a fandom full of big Do fish." Do you still and- have
2: their contact information? Because I would like that list. I mean, hopefully that list well, exists somewhere on. else. Have- uh,
1: that this list does okay, exist somewhere enough. else. Our friend Augustine from the Swift Agency Augustine. has the entire Most list. Most
2: reliable person ever. <laughs> yes.
1: And there is no Al City. I searched the document. Oh. All right. Well,
0: I was mistaken then, and I apologize. You're
2: wishful thinking.
0: Wishful thinking. It just seems like something she would have done. Um.
2: I think if she would have had a concert uh, soon after meeting him and she still felt like she was enchanted to meet him, I think maybe then she would have put some lyrics on her arm but i guess just the timing perhaps
0: you'll just have to forgive my memory because keep in mind speak now world tour was what five years ago four years ago
1: it's it's, and sometimes and sometimes there's like a window of opportunity on these things you know with relationships and crushes and everything else like that that by the time i i don't know if they ever did have any sort of you know contact after that or went on a date or coffee or whatever But, you know, obviously nothing came about from all that, even though he had the response to her and everything else like that. And from what I'm seeing, she didn't really respond back to him when he wrote the response. Yeah. So,
0: So, I mean, perhaps she just had sort of that feeling and then after the fact had a change of heart.
1: Yeah. I mean, we also don't know
2: that. Like, not everything has to be public. We have no idea. Yeah, but the
1: thing is, for instance... So he, he had, Adam had his response song. I did? He, not you. Adam, Adam Young put out his response song on, you know, Valentine's Day of 2011. And as of June of 2011, he had still not heard anything from Taylor. Mm. So that's. Are you kind of referring a sign. to his
0: blog? Is that where you're getting these dates? What if
2: she doesn't know? What if she has no well, idea? Oh, happened? she
0: knows. She knows that she that knows. exists. Somebody First ask date, her. Yeah. Someone ask her. Who's got a meet and greet on tour? Somebody go yeah, ask her, please. Use
2: your five seconds <laughs> with Taylor Swift to talk to her about this. <laughs> right. We
0: need clarification, Taylor. What happened to Adam Young? <laughs> what happened to the feeling of enchantment? What happened to being wonderstruck? And blushing all the way home. Um, yes. So, Steve, while you were busy Googling, we were talking about that sort of uh, repetitive section there where it's like, please don't be in love with someone else. Please don't have somebody, etc., etc." et, cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, Discussing how her use of repetition sort of conveys a feeling of franticness like earlier in the song. I don't know if you had anything to add to that section there before we moved on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can move on. Can move on. Well, moving on yes. means we're done with the song because it's just the chorus again after that. Oh, <laughs> so that's that. Um, I, I I I was enchanted to speak with you guys about this. Uh... <sighs> really? Yes, punny. <laughs> uh, but I do think it was a good discussion. I think we got a lot of substance out of, out of a song that uh, came from several years ago, and that many people may have sort of forgotten about until you know until about now, because it's sort of mm-hmm. it's an older one. It definitely it wasn't a wasn't a single was it no,
2: no it wasn't wasn't no. a single
0: wasn't necessarily the most publicized although the perfume definitely gave this song's popularity a boost but then that kind of faded and so hopefully we rejuvenated your love of this song does that word choice work there rejuvenated
2: yeah, that works yeah
0: rejuvenated your
2: revived revived probably
0: better. there's there's the word yeah. i like rejuvenated better okay. <laughs> Hopefully you guys love the song again. It was a great discussion, guys. I'm really happy we got to have that. So, Steve, if you had to rank this on a scale of 1 to 13, where 1 is absolutely atrocious, 13 is off the charts amazing, how would you
1: rank this song? Mm, This song used to be one of my my favorites off of Speak Now. I mean, obviously we've had a lot of songs since then, so it's kind of slipped in the rankings. I'll go ahead and give it. A nine. A nine. Ooh, a ouch.
2: Thirteen. You remember it's out of thirteen yeah. and not ten, right? Yeah. Dianne. I, I give it a thirteen out of thirteen. I love this song.
0: Thirteen out of thirteen. Um, Steve, are you going to clarify,
1: or did you want? Uh, I, I mean, it just—it's not one of the. You, you know, I, I look—I look for longevity on some of these songs for me. And eventually you know, the 1989 ones may be the same way where songs that I was listening to all the time and loving after a while, I won't listen to as much anymore. And that, that's what nice I think save really... there,
0: Steve. You're huh? like, won't listen to as much anymore. Don't yeah. out him. <laughs> yeah. I was telling him it was a nice save. Mm. It, was, it was very, very good.
1: Mm. Right. But, but that, that's part of it is the older songs. I think we rank differently because we've had a lot of other songs that have since come out and, you know, have totally hit one out of the ballpark kind of thing. So when we get to these ones, some of them aren't as strong or, you know, live up to our expectations years and years down the road. I mean, we're talking about a song that is four or five years old now. Uh, Possibly even older, uh, depending on when she wrote it in the timeline. I mean, mean, if if it was actually a child... It would be getting ready for kindergarten by this point in time.
2: <laughs> you're right. <laughs>
1: nice analogy, Steve. Nice one. Uh, if
0: I had to rank it on that one to thirteen scale, see, I'm going to try and look at it independently. Where Steve, I know you're you're sort of comparing it to some of the newer ones and looking at it in hindsight. Standing on its own, I'd rank it roughly in eleven, because I think there are some very clever word choice word choices throughout the song and it's a really cool written song but it's definitely not one that i have on repeat that i'm jamming to
1: all the time mm-hmm. I, I still think you need to rank it a 13 though because having the secret message be adam should just be an automatic 13 13 even if the song had no just like, even if the hey, song Steven. didn't have any lyrics yeah. or any music yeah you should still rank it 13 yeah check, check the that out message. i
0: have Enchanted. steve has hey And what do you have diane huh taylor's never written a song for you
2: one time she sang Jack and Diane at a speak now concert. That's and not she what that's saying my name. Jack and Diane, right? I don't know, is it? Little ditty about Jack and Diane. I don't know what yeah. it's called. I just know my John name's Mellencamp. in it. <laughs> that's the important part.
0: And Taylor did it once. <laughs> yeah. Um. so again guys hope you enjoyed the discussion moving on with the episode we got some mini segments submitted by you guys for us to read out here and share with the world Diane can you please share the first one ladies first of course
2: oh thank you yeah. so this one's from Samantha and they say you know you're Swifty when you and your sister have a daily have daily Taylor Swift marathons in which you jump on your beds and sing so loud that even your dog stares at you ha
0: <sighs> uh, wow my dog just dances to Taylor
1: with me
2: Bam. Okay, the next
1: one comes from Tori via Facebook. You know, you're Swifty when you wear your Taylor Swift 1989 bracelet all the time, and when you have to take it off, you feel like a piece of you is missing. Ah, It's like that empty feeling in your gut. It's like when you forget
0: your wallet. You're like always feeling your pocket, and you're like, it's not there. Mm -hmm. that naked feeling. All right, next up, we got a back to back. Daniel emailed us two of them and said, you know, you're Swifty when you're a hairstylist and someone comes in asking for quote, the Taylor cut and you make sure they mean Taylor Swift and then start giggling and blushing uncontrollably. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: (laughs) I asked for clarification on that, by the way, I emailed Daniel back and he said they were in fact referring to Taylor Swift. So, um, Cool for you, Daniel. You get to cut someone's hair like Taylor. I like it. And his second one is, you know, you're Swifty when it's your 22nd birthday and people ask you if you're going to listen to 22 like it, I wasn't listening to it already. Who do they think I am? A barbarian?
2: Well, <laughs> he's only 22 and he's already a hairstylist.
0: 22's an adult.
2: I know. but just seems young. That's cool.
0: Doesn't seem young to I me. I didn't
2: have my life figured out when I was 22. I'm 23 when and i still were working on it. When I was 22. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this next one comes from Sophie, and she says, you know you're Swifty when you make a parody of style for your student government campaign video. How cool.
0: Ah, oh, I remember those good old days running for student council back in the day. We didn't do videos like that. We weren't that cool and tech savvy back then. We we, we were still old school, hanging posters around You
2: also school. didn't have Taylor Swift.
0: Oh, my gosh. I would... Wow. <laughs> I didn't have Taylor Swift when I was in high school. Her first album wow. hadn't even come out yet. Dang, I'm aging myself.
1: I'd really love to see this video. I, I, I think too. it would be awesome. Sophie, we're calling you out. S- yes, we it, need please. to see this student government video. Yep. We'd, we'd vote for you. Yes. yes. Uh, next one comes from Jillian via Facebook. When your coworkers call you Taylor... And they have your name in his phone book as Taylor Swift. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of funny. (laughs) Does anybody have you guys
0: in their phone books as Taylor Swift?
2: No, but a lot of people say, you know, like, oh, I heard her on the radio yesterday and I thought of you. I'm sure that happens to all of us, though.
0: That's right. true. And the last one, you know you're Swifty when you would do anything for someone you have never met. And that's from Persephone on Facebook. And Persephone, aside from having like my favorite name of anybody that's ever listened to the show. I love that name. I'm sorry for everybody that's not Persephone. I feel like I offended you all now. I didn't mean to. I'm We're- offended. Diane's just not as cool a name as Persephone. <laughs> but aside from that, this is one of my favorite submissions we've ever gotten because it sort of reminds you that with all the little itty bitty bits of drama and things like that going on in the fandom that at its core, being a supporter of Taylor Swift means you're supposed to be a nice person who helps and supports other people. And so doing something for someone you've never met is sort of a, a cool, just random acts of kindness. I we should start. I don't know to, if
2: that's what she means. I think she means she would do anything for Taylor as someone she's never met. Oh, but she could mean what you're saying too, or maybe she means both. I'm not sure.
0: Double meaning. We need
2: clarification. Yeah. <laughs> um. Sorry, I ruined your inspirational speech.
0: You did. I was really like feeling it. I was really feeling that vibe. Like you would do something. Um we should start some sort of campaign like Swifty Acts of Kindness.
2: We need to come up with a cleverer name than that, though, though. More clever name.
0: A more clever name, huh? Okay. Well, thank you to everybody who sent those all in. Keep them coming for future weeks, guys. Remember, there's a ton of different ways you can send them in. It looks like this week we got them all from email and Facebook, which is actually really weird. They used to come in primarily through Twitter, and now we don't really get many tweets um for submissions they come through other channels now but there are a variety of ways to do it guys if you do want to tweet us that is to the username at taylortalk13 facebook is also the username taylortalk13 and of course the email address is podcast at tailortalk.org. but we got more to do before we go there's always more oh wait sorry i forgot the first line but wait there's always more there's right more. so what are swifties listening to it's a cool segment where you guys share what you're listening to that's not Taylor, so we can share it with everybody else out there listening. And this week, 13swifty13 underscore 13 sent in on Twitter. Just I spoke too soon on that Twitter thing. Um, sent it on Twitter. Swifties are listening to "Stone Walls" by Weave the Kings. Have
1: hmm.
0: you guys heard that song? I have not. It's a very interesting song. I'm still trying to get a grasp on it. I, I looked up the lyrics as I was listening along, and it's... I, I honestly am not entirely sure what it's about, but it's sort of it's got a cool song vibe to it and um Diane, I think you listened to the preview and you said
2: yeah it has a really cool sound I like the way it sounds
0: yeah it's a it's a really cool sound and really interesting interesting lyrics. there's the word choice I'm looking for, so if you're curious to take uh or and want to take thirteen swifty thirteen underscore thirteen suggestion song again is called Stone walls, and it's by We the Kings now before we go, Diane. Yes. You need to wake up and I need to wake uh, up. give us yeah, wake up. We're
2: not we're not done. No. It's not naptime. <sighs> There's anymore.
0: always more.
2: Oh my goodness.
0: Um tell us what's coming up on Taylor's calendar so okay. we can all know what's going on in her career. So
2: May fifteenth is Rock and Rio in Las Vegas, Nevada. It's going to be wonderful. Um and then May seventeenth is the Billboard Music Awards and also the premiere of the Bad Blood music video. And then May 20th is the first U.S. 1989 tour date in Bossier City, Louisiana. Woo! And then it goes to Baton Rouge, Louisiana on May 22nd. Taylor. Why are you scoffing?
0: Because she picked Louisiana as the opening date.
2: Well, she's going to be <laughs> in Las Vegas for Rock and Rio Vegas! and the Billboard Music Awards. So she's going to be here for a And weekend. guess who's
0: going to be at Rock and Rio?
2: Us
0: this guy and diane Yay. so anybody coming out to rock and rio raise your hand i'm I, I i'm willing to bet you some people actually just raise their hand even though we can't i did see. not raise well my hand. if
2: they if they were going to rock if they're
0: that. going but if you are going um you know like i said earlier in the episode diane and i will both be at that bossier city louisiana show on may 20th and we're both going to be at rock and rio on may 15th so if you're making an appearance at any of those or let either of those events let us know so we can hang out and say hello
2: Yes, that would be really fun.
0: Excellent. Thank you for that calendar, Diane. No
2: problem. Letting
0: us know what's going on in the world of Taylor. A few shout-outs before we go. We got some more five-star reviews on iTunes, and I just want to say thank you to uh, Nicholas. I don't know how to pronounce your last name. That is on your iTunes name. But Nicholas, who uh, said, best podcast ever. And over 35 Swift, who said, listen, You know, among with their reviews and comments. And then something kind of interesting. There was a review, like I said on the previous episode, we can't see the foreign stores, right? Unless we log out of iTunes. It's hard to see our reviews in the international stores. But there was one in the Australian iTunes store that was so awesome that a listener sent it to us that isn't even the person who left the review, The review came from Doug Rose VR, who's a cool guy. We've chatted on Twitter from time to time. And, you know, Doug said, living in a country, I was looking for a podcast that would keep me, or living in a different country, I was looking for a podcast that would keep me informed of what Taylor Swift was up to. And I stumbled on this one after the first listen. I was hooked and now can't live without my weekly fix. I've rode the right and left turns Taylor took. Leading up to the 1989 era, listened to secret session recipients and rode the wave of excitement as the guys got to meet Taylor. These guys are hardcore Taylor Swift. Don't even try to talk about the K
1: word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's
2: so cute.
1: We, we, we can talk about the K word now. They're, they're 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 okay now. We can finally like okay the, now. the word Kanye is not a swear
0: word anymore around here.
1: No,
0: no. Um, these guys and girls are definitely informative and funny while you still reading hit the freaking subscribe button right now in all caps so
2: that's so nice
1: that's very nice so thank you
0: doug over 35 swift and nicholas those were very nice reviews to read and we really appreciate it guys if you love the show or you hate the show whatever your opinion please give us feedback through those itunes reviews um, tell us your honest opinion. We can't approve the show without your suggestion. So you can do that by going to taylortalk.org slash iTunes. That link is a shortcut. It'll take you straight to our iTunes page without having to go find us. And you'll be able to leave us a review there, and we really appreciate the feedback. Thank you so much for all you guys do for us. Um, it's really appreciated.
1: Hey, hey Adam. Uh, one thing that um, he mentioned in his review, and I think that you might want to note, uh, he refers to the weekly fix. Which, obviously, people that have been listening lately have known we've been on a bi-weekly schedule. But I think you have some news on that? Potentially. Okay. Possibly.
2: <laughs> Potentially.
1: I don't know if it's news necessarily,
0: but this is, like, for dramatic effect.
2: Another, the pause. The pause. Was there audio turning off? They probably freaked out. You're like, but, and then silence. Where'd
0: he go? (laughs) Wait, where'd he go? What's the news? (laughs) Um, so next week there is going to be an episode, guys. We're not skipping a week oh it's Yay. gonna be a busy taylor swift week guys. it's gonna be a busy taylor swift week but you know we get you know <laughs> you guys know we wouldn't leave you hanging with that bad blood music video coming out taylor up for 14 billboard music awards diane and i are gonna be at Rock and rio so all of that is gonna be coming to you guys next week what is the date that it's gonna be the 18th may 18th all of that is gonna be coming to you guys so we appreciate your support again um as far as whether or not the weekly thing is going to stay weekly, it depends on what Taylor has going on. Right now, she's got a lot going on, and it supports a weekly show. If she doesn't have a lot going on,
2: then we'll have to be so, bi weekly. Stay tuned. We will keep you updated. But as of right now, there will be an episode next week.
0: Yeah! Woo! Woo-hoo. Let's hear the applause. Oh, my goodness. I know. I know. It's That's the last pun of the episode. I swear.
2: I'm surprised you pulled that one out. That's that's almost obscure. No one talks about better than
0: revenge. Everyone talks about better than revenge. There's nothing I do better than revenge. All right, guys, let's wrap it up for real this time. We're running long now. So, guys, you know how to contact us. If you don't, the link is taylortalk.org contact. That has our Facebook, Twitter, email, AskFM, uh, voicemail. You can leave us a voicemail, which is kind of cool. You can text message us if you... Prefer texting. Um, whatever the case may be, taylortalk.org slash contact. We appreciate all of that, uh, all the submissions you guys send us and everything like that. So for episode 182 of Taylor Talk, the Taylor Swift podcast, this has been Adam. Diane. And Steve. Stan. Have a great week, guys. We'll see you all next time. Bye-bye. Bye. See ya.
2: This podcast is not directly affiliated with Taylor Swift.